going on? You're tuned in to the All Points Podcast. We are the freshest crew. I am A2. This is Jonathan. And your boy, Three Fingers. And uh, shout out to Midwest. He's out for the day, you know, but uh, we replaced him already. It's It's been a long journey, but uh, we'd like to introduce to you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Before you introduce our guest, can I cut you off real quick? All right. Don't we just sound crispy right now? We do. Like, we just sound good, I you know? You. I told y'all, you he's going to sound weak. Y'all over crispy. here thinking like, this ain't the All Points Podcast. We're not used to this sound, you know? They this get the is, full dynamic yeah, range. Now, now you hear us. Now you hear us. We sound good. We're in a whole different studio, you know? We're in a whole different area. We're in California now. I mean, we still got these, <laughs> still got these damn masks on. Yeah, and, and, and what better? What better person mm-hmm. to have in the studio mm-hmm, with these mm-hmm. brand new mics mm-hmm. than Mr. Marco Benitez? How you doing, sir? I'm oh, doing got wonderful. The Thank you for the, that great introduction. Mm-hmm. Although, I don't want to come in here saying that I'm going to be replacing Midwest. <laughs> you put that on me. I don't even have a good nickname. Here is Marco Benitez. Welcome. <laughs> I'm, I'm just Jonathan, so you're good. Yeah, yeah, you know. He, he you're just Jonathan name. now, but even before that, you you had a you had a good b boy name. Nah, was that, down. That, that 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 went out. We we go out. by our nicknames. <laughs> I go by three fingers, but they never call me that. They call me Kyle throughout the whole that's show. Right. That's too complicated. Call, yeah, it's like that's we don't. Do you well, want me to call you three fingers? I'll no, you three no, fingers. you can just call me Kyle. I, I don't even like, know why I introduce as three fingers. Mister Doctor Professor Three Fingers. Yes, Mister Doctor Professor Three Fingers. I have to say it every single time. I remember that. Yeah, of course I remember that. Was college. That was back in the day. But hey. um, welcome, Marco. We just don't have a random guy on the show. He actually does things in our community, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like a young Nino Brown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who is Nino Brown. That makes me feel like I should know who that is. <laughs> he just pulls out the phone. <laughs> Google yes, who is Nino Brown? Ah, yes, that Nino Brown. Yes, yeah, I know yeah. Nino. You know, Nino is a great person. Playboy, who has um, face. you know, D boy. Uh, nothing too serious. Yeah, you know, yeah. But 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 Marco, you are. Uh, Radio DJ, is that correct term to use? You know what? I think that that's a good term. Okay, a radio DJ for Channel 963 here in Wichita, Kansas. Yes, uh, I've been working for I heard I heard Wichita for about eight years total. Uh, there was a year where, where I ended up getting laid off, and I did what everybody else does in Wichita. I worked aircraft. Started working. A, oh, okay. All right. And and it, it killed <laughs> my soul rocks. a little bit. It killed my soul, and then I got the offer to come back. So I was like, yeah, I'll do radio again. So now I've been on Channel 963, except rather than nights, I've been doing afternoons, so Monday through Friday from 2 to 7. 2 to mm-hmm. 7. If you're in the Wichita area, or you can you can, you can can listen anywhere on the iHeartRadio app, right? Just download the iHeartRadio <laughs> app and you can listen worldwide. Shameless plug. iHeartRadio app. We're number one for podcasts. <laughs> you're shame, but you're for some up in the middle of the night and you're just saying that. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I, I, I know that when it comes to the company, the company's been great to me, but I swear that they, they push all of these different liners down you have to. our throats <laughs> that they just live. They, they live in our memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've made a pretzel while I was sleeping before. <laughs> I know it was like he was all cooked on his chest. Like Shout out to iHeartRadio. Hopefully, our podcast will be on there. Look at this guy. We can be the number one podcast on the number one source for podcasts. You know, the there's no one. reason why we can't make that happen. We'll make it happen. I don't know why we're not Ooh. on. I, that's the real reason why you're here. Actually, <laughs> yeah. we're just trying to get on iHeartRadio. I'm sorry, Marco. They made me do it. Trying, Man, I'm not even getting to, anything for this. I didn't even get a water, and I gotta be like, "Hey guys, we'll dude. release your kid Give now." The don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. You'll, you'll get a handy dandy. That's okay. 
Oh, you know what? That's but, uh, better than anything else. I will take that. <laughs> who do I, do I get to choose who it's from? Nope. You, you just turn off the lights. You turn off the lights, and then you, you, just, you just feel something. Making it from. the mystery roulette of I don't even know who it's going to be from. I want it from Doctor Professor Three Fingers. <laughs> what? Oh, what? what? Yeah. Why? Just because I have the softest hands here doesn't mean anything. <laughs> well, I imagine yeah, you've never done any actual manual and that, that you're also a Rhodes Scholar. I, I would figure that you know what you're doing. I've got a pleasure, a man. I mean. Uh, I won't <laughs> confirm or deny that. No. You know, I gotta accept that compliment. You know, I gotta gotta take my compliments when they come. You know, but, right on your chin. <laughs> but, uh, so I figured that this is gonna get so sexual. This is just our normal that is, yeah. that is a constant on this show. Yeah, it's so. like yeah, this, this show is seventy five percent dick talk. Yep. Oh, much, you know what? That much. that should have been the, if if all points podcast doesn't ever work out. I think dick talks. Just rebrand as dick talk. I'm good. You know, we have to put that on the schedule. Man. You know what? That's like the best freaking social media app. It's just all dick pics. Dick talk. arrested. The Midwest would not come back if we could change the show <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to dick talk. So, uh, but um, uh, most people say uh, when you work in radio, you obviously have the face for radio, but you're you're a pretty handsome guy. Oh, you're, that's so sweet. You're a handsome guy. So Thank you. He My has mom a, says that too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think she's obligated to say that. Yeah, she is. I don't but think. I don't think. But 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 um, I won't get there. I won't go. No, there. no, no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, say no. it. He's gonna say his hands are tingling because you know he's gonna no. <laughs> get <getting> warmed up. <laughs> You're 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 Mexican, right? Uh, Mexican and Puerto Rican. Mexican and Puerto Rican. Okay, yeah. He's the first Mexican and Puerto Rican guy on the show. That's yeah, true. That's true. he is. Yeah, that's making true. history. Yeah. I didn't. Man. I didn't. Want, I just had to ask, you know, because you know, people think we 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 don't like the Mexicans. Who, but who we, thinks we that? Do. Hey, we do. We do. It's we have a Mexican guest. Ah, uh, let me bring out my MAGA hat. Oh, oh sure dear <laughs> Jesus! No, no, I'm getting one. Like from somebody who doesn't want it anymore, I'm getting a MAGA hat. People think just we don't make sure we don't care for the Caucasian people, <laughs> but we do. Yeah, we do. We had a we had a, a, a host who was um, he was. I mean, he won't claim it, but yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing? But where if, if people are claiming that if you don't support MAGA, that you don't like white people? I'm oh sure, no, right? we, no! We just say worse things than. Look at that bullshit! We I love white people. I married me a white woman. Exactly. Hey, that's the best kind. That, I mean, wait. We Whoa, just hold on, <laughs> hold on there, Kyle. Wait, how you wait, gonna put down black wait, women like I'm that? I'm not. I'm <laughs> not. I'm just a, saying. Most controversial statement of the podcast world. One, five minutes in. One of the best. <laughs> it was recently her birthday. Yeah. Yeah, yesterday. Yes, yesterday was a birthday. How Shut. old? Oh, I can't say that. Uh, that, was, that was a test. Let, let's she's say twenty one. Yeah, she's twenty one <laughs> years young. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jenny, twenty one years old. Well, that what? was a test. What'd you what'd you do? Would you would you lay it out real nice for her? You know, fucking COVID birthday. I, okay, I understand. So it's not understand like there's that. a whole lot that you can do. So yeah. we just freaking played board. We played a board game before freaking just getting hammered. <laughs> it, it turned into, hey, let's drink all of the drinks, put them in our body because we can handle that now in our specific age that we are. I wish my girl would do stuff like that. Oh, your girl's too I busy wish cooking my girl- for the whole block. <laughs> oh, A2 doesn't have no girls. Sorry. If See? The, uh, if any of you ladies in the audience want to... Nope, they all left here. last episode. <laughs> hey, listen, all right. They get the, the, the full range of the voice, so, you know, yeah, they get stupid. that smooth A2 talk. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say, like, like the best birthday that you've done for her? Um, 
the best birthday party that I've ever thrown for her is probably one that she doesn't remember too well. This was several years ago when like party buses were all the big freaking rage. Mm. So of course we ended up getting a party bus going to multiple bars. And then it ended up with her throwing up in a bush right outside of our last stop As you next do. to the train. Sounds like a good night. Yeah, yeah it was a great <laughs> night. We had a fun time. Yeah. Was I there for that one? Yeah. I think I was. Sure yeah, I remember that. Uh, I, I think, but I ended up leaving before, like, um, before like that happened, right? I, I think a, that was like. I'm pretty sure that that you did. End yeah. Up yeah. Oh, when, when we freaking ended, when we finally got back on the bus again, of course we closed everything down. By the time that we got back on the bus, it was like, man, there's like six or seven people that ain't here. <laughs> yeah. Right? We don't know. Go. <laughs> Our time is almost over. We're not getting charged extra. Yeah. I, I wanted to bring this up, by the way, for a few years. You guys just abandoned me. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I was stuck over at rodeo. He still, <laughs> he still hasn't found his way home yet. <laughs> I'm still there right now. Just, just All Points Podcast brought to you live from Rodeo's parking lot. <laughs> just waiting to get picked up. Oh, what a fucked up parking lot it is. Actually, no, it's better now. Didn't they fix it? I don't know. I haven't been They're rodeo. fixing all of downtown. It's They're not just downtown. You, you would think, wait, Rodeo? Oh, yeah, Rodeo's not downtown. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of Heroes. I'm thinking of Heroes. I don't know why, but yeah. yeah. Now, now, Heroes is the same as it's ever been, just minus the doorman at the back. You're right, yep. Shout out to Marcus. Yep. <laughs> See, we, we had to hook up. It was like every time we go there, dude was in the back, so they were just like, hey, uh, Marcus, what's up? And just slip him cool. like 100 bucks and stuff, and then we get in. Why would you slip him 100 bucks? Because, why not? In the front door. You don't have to wait in line and get robbed. <laughs> oh, my God. It was Monopoly money, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fair. <laughs> he never did. <laughs> he thought it was improving his game whenever he went to go play Monopoly. Oh, poor mm-hmm. Marcus. Mm-hmm. No, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Shout out to Marcus. I mean, I do that for he bodies me. But, uh, Never met you, Marcus. Charlie, wonderful so, man, Marcus. You got a strong name. Eight eight years in the radio industry, right? Eight years. Eight years. Okay. Um, I have a have a few questions for you because I I, I personally always wanted to be a radio DJ growing up. I used to uh, I used to have my little uh, tape tape and microphone, and mm-hmm. I used to like talk into the mic when like there's a song playing, and like and like there's a there's an actual skill i swear it's, i swear it's a skill where you have like that that eight bar intro to a song where you just talk over and give all the updates and stuff uh-huh. and then the song just comes in it's called hitting the post. Hitting the post. Hitting I the never post. knew that. <laughs> Only the best of the best were able to do that yep. when it was 100% live. I practiced that, man. I used to practice that. And it is a real yeah, skill. It's, it's Being real able skill. to say yeah. exactly what you want to say without stumbling over your words, hit it precisely, and then right there it's like, hey, here's the tagline of the station, Channel 963. If you're listening right now, why don't you hit me up? See, I already, I already fucked it up. Hit the request <laughs> line. Here's Miley Cyrus. Fly! And, then, exactly, and it just comes right yeah. in. Yep, that, I, I always... Respect that skill because not everyone can do that. But hey, now everybody can do it because uh, we can freaking record it and then you just move the <laughs> Don't give them the secrets. Right? No, no, I don't want to give up the secrets just because I like to pull the curtain back so that way everybody knows what, what radio is like now today because mm-hmm. it's not the same that it was. Like, for instance, what we're doing right now is more mm-hmm. traditional radio of what we think that it should be uh-huh. than what I do. I always wondered about that because, like, I, 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 I've seen the studio and whatnot. And I've uh-huh. been back there with you and seen you do your, your thing. And I, I already knew it was like there was a lot more like editing going on behind the scenes before it goes out there. But 
just like like how you would just queue up your um queue up your your uh list for like i don't know the next hour or so mm -hmm. and then just do everything in the background and then after that's done you just gotta chill right like that's kind of how it goes because yeah our music logs we already know what we're gonna be playing for the entire day mm -hmm. granted if somebody calls in and they got a legitimate uh, they have a legitimate uh, request and it's something that we can do then we do that but it's not mm -hmm. like we have this huge library of every single song in history. For instance, there's this guy named Jorge that always requests Bone Thugs. We don't got Bone Thugs. Why don't we have a station that plays? Uh, <laughs> wait, can you, don't you got to play like certain songs, like contracted girl like songs? No, no like, we're not okay. contracted to play anything. All okay. of the music that we play, it's our choice to play it. Mm -hmm. Which, granted, there's this fine balance in between record labels and the company yeah. and what you get and what's Plugola, what's Payola. Like, for instance, uh, let, let's say that that we have one of the huge stars that's going to be playing one of our shows. Most likely, a, a star that's going to be playing our show, we're going to be playing their record because mm -hmm. we want to be able to support our show as the biggest, so we have the biggest stars playing on our stations, playing in our shows. Mm -hmm. So you're going to hear that record <clears throat> a lot more because it makes sense for us. It, 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 I mean, it's all business. Granted, yeah, of course, yeah. that it's all about entertainment and providing the best songs and the best content on air. There still is a business element to it since we have to be able to pay our own bills. Right, true, right. True. So, I, guess, I think, but no, you go ahead. I was just gonna say, you know, when when I don't like the whole like 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 programming your 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 list of basically what you're gonna be playing and everything. I think that it should be whatever you feeling for the day. Like like Jorge, he's got the right idea. You know, sometimes <laughs> you need a little bit of bone. You know, and, and I think it. that not being able to smoke in buildings ruin that. Not being able to smoke in buildings uh, ruined yeah. the total yeah. request show. I think you got, so. You gonna have to elaborate on that. Yeah, right? why? Why smoking? Because here we are now with uh, an advocate to smoke. Exactly. <laughs> Big tobacco, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, things got done with a cigarette in hand. You know, I'm just <laughs> one drag. You know. But nah, man, you know, you're sitting in the studio. You're the DJ and everything. You're like sitting in there. And you're, you know, I wouldn't say hitting the bong, but you know. You're sitting back there relaxing and everything, and you're in the mood for some dope-ass music and everything. You're going to play that <laughs> stuff. You're not going to be playing, like, fucking new-ass Miley Cyrus or fucking Adele or whatever. Well, hold on there. Really? I like to get high to Miley Cyrus, so let's just not let's not yeah, do a blanket statement you, over if there. If you've right? never gotten high to Miley Cyrus, especially her freaking new record, it's some good uh, shit. Oh, uh, yeah? Right? Some She's got shit. a new record out? Yes. Yeah. Granted, it? I'm not plugging it. Don't <laughs> wink at me. Oh. I didn't like, wink at you. She's going to be at the next iHeartRadio show. That's why he's talking about it. Uh. Oh, man. No, I just, I just pictured Jonathan like, hey, all you cool cats and dog, dirty dogs. Carol Baskins over here. <laughs> Welcome to the radio station where I'm playing what I want to play when I want to play it. Hell yeah. But you know you what? I, I just want to bring up the, like the last time, at least in, in in my experience in radio, that we had someone that was legitimately in the mm -hmm. studio for all five hours that he was on mm -hmm. playing the records that he wanted. It was a guy on uh, on 107.3 when it was still known by The Brew. He had a full request show, and he would just play whatever the hell that he wanted, <laughs> whether it was actually in our system or he was bringing in CDs and using these old CDJs Man, or if he was even pulling it off of YouTube. People would call in, text in, request in, like, hey, I want to hear this obscure-ass song from 1963. Mm -hmm. You got it, bud. And he was not smoking. The reason I wanted to bring it up is that this motherfucker was eating chicken wings. Yeah, Chicken see? wings is yeah, the reason why request shows see, have gone and, away. And then the man got to him, and they took him out. That 
That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. That's uh, right. You're getting grease everywhere. <laughs> we gotta let you go. <laughs> you know what? I would have named that man Freebird. He was literally just doing what he wants. <laughs> I'm gonna start my own radio station. Now he's sway in the morning like that because even thinking about him, like like this is one of those guys that as soon as you hear him, you talk to him, he doesn't seem like he's larger than life. But then you start to get his backstory. His name is JT, and he's a member of the El Foresteros Biker Club, <laughs> and okay. he's been in radio for the longest time. So here's this this big ass biker with this huge Santa beard with a heart of gold. But of course, you see this guy is like. I got a radio DJ. <laughs> Hell yes, he is. <laughs> Hell yes, he is. Yeah, I I have to meet this guy. Is he still around? He doesn't work for us anymore. Oh, we got to find him. And that's another sad part of the, of the industry. Like, I'm still lucky enough in order to be here in Wichita. Mm. I have three total coworkers on four stations, and only one of us, it's our dedicated job to be on air. Like my, my my main job, my main job is promotions director for our four radio stations. It's a secondary part of my job now in order to be on channel nine six three. But I have the pleasure of doing it because mm. we don't have anybody else in the building that would do it. Mm. Wait, uh, is that is that an effective? See, uh, Jonathan's raising his hand, but the problem is, is that we got to pay you. We ain't got no money. <laughs> <laughs> so got, okay, got chicken wings though. <laughs> that, that, that actually leads to my question. Um, what, sorry, I wrote it down. Uh, what, do you, <laughs> what do you say to somebody that, what do you say to people that say don't listen to the radio? Well, what's the reason why they say don't listen to the radio? There's or, so many reasons why people say that. Mm-hmm. Like, well, like, some people are like, oh, I don't know that song because I don't listen to the radio. Like, why do, why do, why do people, why do, what do you say to people like that? Like, why do you, like, is it, is it true no one listens to the radio? No, absolutely not. At least according to the research that we have as part of iHeartRadio, that the, more people listen to radio than they consume social media. Like you would assume that one of the biggest companies mm. is going to be Facebook, mm. Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram. More people each day listen to the radio or listen to a podcast than they do TV or watch sports or follow any one of those things on any combined platform. So radio is reaching people, but for some reason it's not one of those things that's top of mind. You don't mm. immediately think like, oh, this is my favorite station. This is my favorite personality. So even if it's something that you're listening to in the background, it's something that you're consuming. It's something that's a part of you. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, let, let's just say that somebody says a name of an artist, and you can say, I don't know who that is or what song that they do, but I at least know their name. Mm-hmm. You know their name for a reason. Mm. And one of the reasons that you might know it is because you, had, because you heard it on the radio. Mm-hmm. You know, or you go to a business because you heard their advertisement on the radio and it just became a part of second nature that it's in your mind. Mm-hmm. Priscilla's. You know, Priscilla's. I wonder if this that's an effect of us being like that's ingrained in our society, like the same way that like movie theaters are uh-huh. like even just like during COVID, a lot of movies were being released just straight to like those platforms, like the, the streaming platforms, which is more convenient for people. But even just like how we were talking on the last episode, how we were. We were like wanting to go back to the movie theaters because that's just such a that's such a part of our society and like right. our experiences. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's the case. It's just like we have radio and it's just it's become so ingrained in like I, I would just say American culture that by by the introduction of uh, like streaming sites and things like that, the perception is just like yeah, everybody's here, but the larger majority of the uh, the, the population is already still doing those traditional media right. outlets. And even think about podcasts. Podcasts is just another form of radio. Yeah. It's rather than uh, you guys don't have a license to to a broadcast channel. You don't have a frequency. But yet here you are doing a traditional radio show over the Internet. Right, right. They still yeah. have power. They still have influence. Mm-hmm. It's just spread. 
Yeah. And I think that the biggest reason why radio stations in general don't have the same image that they did 20 years ago is because of FCC laws and limitations and restrictions of the things that we can do. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, when you hear us, that you hear that it's commercial. And the perception that we have when things are commercial is that you're sold out. <laughs> this is how we make our living. We have yeah. to sell commercials yeah, in order right. to continue making a living. I mean, that's that's what we do on our show. Like midway through the episode, we do run an ad. So but, I mean, it's, but for you guys in podcast, it's cool when you get sponsored. Like, look at them. Yeah, look at A2's coming up, and now they got a fucking sponsorship with Doritos. But we run a Doritos commercial. No. Like I've heard the same goddamn Doritos commercial sixteen times today. <laughs> Fuck those iHeartRadio bastards. <laughs> Don't give me a sponsorship with Doritos, all right? <laughs> I will permanently have Dorito dust on my fingers. <laughs> I was going to say, you guys are doing just regular nacho Doritos. We're Cool Ranch over here. Cool That's ranch. why people like us. But then we do Cool Ranch, like, look, they got fucking Cool Ranch, too. They sold out. Right. Well, we <laughs> do spicy jalapeno there. Whatever. I'm sorry. If we got the sponsorship, I'm doing taco every time. Do so. Taco. But but get, getting to a, a, another argument that people say, well, I don't listen to the radio because all you do is play the same fucking songs mm-hmm. on repeat. Mm-hmm. I heard the same damn song last hour, which there are those that are constantly playing. Yeah. For instance, That's like in my, my format, mm-hmm. when it comes to CHR, which stands for Contemporary Hit Radio, Top mm-hmm. 40, uh-huh. we play a playlist that has about 20 different songs in it, and those are our, those are our currents. So at that top, that's one that's probably going to play like 20 times a day. Okay, yeah. So if it's playing 20 times a day, the, the, the reason that we're playing that is because it's like number one, number two, number three, number four. It's the biggest song in the nation at the time, and that's the song that so many people want to hear. Mm-hmm. So if you're hearing it multiple times, it means that you're consuming our product more than we intend for you to. You're listening all day. Mm-hmm. And so, again, if mm-hmm. you're doing that, thank you. <laughs> if you happen to jump into your car and you hear the same song, then our formula is working because, again, it's all about as soon as you turn on our station, you're hearing your favorite song. Because when we play songs that that people don't know, people tune out. Mm -hmm. If it's a brand new song, we'll play it three times a day. Mm-hmm. So that way you hear it that one time. I really like that song. I want to hear it again. It keeps you listening longer so that way you can hear it for that second time. And then mm. while you're in between that, you hear songs that you're familiar with. You hear something that you're comfortable with. You stay with the station. So it's supposed to be meant like, hey, you're coming home. You open the fridge. <gasps> My McDonald's is still there from last <laughs> night. This is a good day. That was a better uh, analogy that I had in my head because I was comparing it to a hand job. But <laughs> I'm just not even going to go there. But I like the McDonald's in the fridge. It's better than what I was thinking. But hey, hey, whatever. I mean, <laughs> the only thing I can relate to that is I'm always disappointed with it. So, you know. No, nah, I'm just like, Shoot. I get a hand job and puss. No. <laughs> <laughs> must be my birthday. Like, oh, Lord. I'm, I'm part of that, that demographic that's like, like, you know, like, like I tend to not listen to the radio as much and everything because, like, I'll hear the same songs and everything. And as as bad as it is, it's, it's YouTube has made it to the point where, where, like, I don't have to listen to the same song. Like, I do have a few favorite songs and everything, but I'm not going to p- play them, like, back to back or multiple times during the day. And I think that, for me, as far as radio and everything, kills it for me when I, like hear this song or I hear some, you know, fuckboy music here and everything and then switch to another radio station, fuckboy music there. And then I'm like, oh, my God, it's everywhere. Switch back and then the same fuckboy music is playing right. again. And I'm like, come on, man. Which is why that uh, specifically radio is actually not built for you. I, it's specifically mm-hmm. your demographic. Yeah, yep, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. And all four of our stations that we have, with the exception of Alt 1073, it's mm-hmm. all female oriented. 
Yeah. We all we always go after women, in particular the reason Whoa. that we that we Hold target women that. demographics. <laughs> So yeah, it it does sound predatory, doesn't it? are not here. Put your dirty panties on the floor. But traditionally, in in media, you you target female demographics because they're usually the ones that are making more 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 purchases. Yeah. Whether mm. it's large purchases or smaller purchases, so it's we target it towards women. And we all know women be shopping, women Stupid. be shopping. Women be but shopping. It's, it's women and I think like kids and everything that are the hugest, um, yep. you know, uh, uh, movers of like, like culture or music, anything like that. You look Absolutely. at like TikTok and then all these kids are blowing these songs up and everything. You look at like, you know, any of the popular songs out there and everything, and it's usually women that start liking them, and then yeah. dudes are all like, oh, yeah, I like it too. So, yeah, that's definitely, a, you know, the good move. Like, even bringing up TikTok, TikTok, mm-hmm. I don't know if they intended on introducing as much music to uh-huh. the United States as they have, mm-hmm. but it's become a very powerful source. Yeah. That you get one song, you get one damn dance, and then everybody's all over it. Yeah. So even on Channel 963 that we had the TikTok mini-mix, <laughs> where we were playing songs that we would have never played before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, other people got them to be popular. Yeah, because yeah. that's, that's exactly how Old Town Road blew up. It was yeah. on TikTok, and it was just, uh, circulating around for about a year before it actually blew up, and then everybody started playing it. Interesting. Or even we were playing Fleetwood Mac. Like when freaking Dogface yeah, yeah. and his long yeah, yeah. just got it popular again. Right. We're playing Fleetwood Mac on Channel 963 is like a song that wasn't that wasn't even created when any of us were born. Mm-hmm. We're playing it on a new music station. Mm-hmm. But it slaps. So, so okay, so I have a question. Why why isn't like why don't why don't we have a electronic dance music station? Like why don't we have like techno y like why why don't we have that station? Can here I and can I guess that? Yeah, go ahead guess. Because yeah. I think a lot of times when it comes to like that that kind of media, it's mm-hmm. really just relegated to like one space. Because like most people don't, I don't think they listen to like EDM or things like that yeah. while they're just in their car or thing like that. Mm-hmm. It's usually like most people, yeah. but usually I think what it is is that that is specifically like just you're 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 gonna want to hear that when you're like in at a rave or just at like a that festival. Make, that makes sense. That makes sense. But I don't know. I mean, I. Is that is that accurate I mean, or what? That, that that definitely could be because I was going to say that there's not enough research on it that, that we haven't really? done like, uh, but for any format that's out there, there is years of research that goes into this type of music is popular with this age group with this demographic, and if we focus it towards them with our imaging, with our music, so on and so forth, that they'll take to it, and then that we can make money from it. So even thinking about like electronic, the way that you said it, that if it's meant to be consumed at one particular area. And we take an underground music and then commercialize it. It's probably not going to have that same type of success. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can help you on that marketing. You know, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, we gotta do that. I yeah. just thought we was just because we live in Kansas. That would have been an easier answer. That is also <laughs> when it comes to Kansas. When it comes to Kansas, I got to be careful about this answer because I can't give away all of our trade secrets. But like the the, the thing about research. Mm-hmm. We don't have a company that does specific research like that here in Kansas. Mm-hmm. So for Kansas, we get our research from the Midwest, but it's not directly from our state. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So we get direct feedback on at least what people are listening to and consuming with the Nielsen ratings. Mm-hmm. So it'll say like, oh, hey, uh, uh, KZCH is number four, number five, uh, KDGS is number one, number two, so on and so forth. But even with those, all of those numbers are arbitrary because how many of you have have you ever received a diary asking you to 
tell what you're listening to for the week? Nope. No. <laughs> and when it comes to our age group, our age group doesn't fill them out. So even if you okay. get them, you aren't going to be actively taking this piece of paper with you and like at 3:05 p.m. I listened to the Hitman. Yeah, yeah. And at 3:06, I thought that he said something dumb, and I changed it to this station. So whenever you get those diaries, whoever gets them, they'll just fill it out with every single morning. I listen to this specific thing, and then they'll fill it out that way. So based on that one person and the formula that Nielsen has. That that one person can account for 30,000 people. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when we get those numbers, it's all we have to go off of. So when we're number one, like, fuck yeah, we're number one. But then when we're number seven, you know what? The diaries got into the hands of the wrong people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big academic crack going on out there. Yep. (laughs) What they're doing. So songs that get played a lot, they're obviously there for a reason. It's not, or is it like, because some people think that like, Artists pay radio DJs to play their record. Is that before a thing? the FCC said no to that uh-huh. shit? Yeah. Then yes, it was that <laughs> way. Okay, because okay. they were radio DJs making thirty five dollars a week. So when a freaking record, when a record rep or an artist comes in and says, "Here's my record. Here's a hundred dollars. Play it fifteen times." Hell yeah, they were gonna do that. Yeah. So I couldn't like slip you my mixtape <laughs> and just like here's a fifty. Play it one time. Nope, I couldn't more. even take the money. Even if you said that it wasn't directly for that record, I can't take the money without it being a crime. Mm-hmm. Or I, so I would possibly lose my job, and then we could even lose our our station license if really? we were to do something like that. Do y'all yeah. still get people trying to push music to you? To you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> really? Whether it's independent labels or if it's big labels, and you have to be careful about the way that you do it because of the plugola and payola laws. Mm-hmm. So it's a record label, they might have a promotion, but it can't be tied to a specific song. We're saying that if you play it so much, that we'll give you this. So now it's all about building a relationship, like uh, with Mercury Records. Like, hey, we'll, we'll give you 15 iPads that you can give away to your listeners. And then uh, also, I want to play you this brand new song from this artist. Uh, uh. Hmm. Now, they give you those, those iPads regardless in order to give out to your listeners. Mm-hmm. And it sours the relationship if you don't play the record. Right, but right. there is no legal <laughs> obligation there. So, so those people would actually kind of make the terms. I mean, I'm sure that the station goes out and makes purchases for those giveaways, but yeah. that's that's mostly where those come from. When it comes to giveaways, either the station has to purchase it or one of our paying clients is, is providing it. Okay. And that's because they believe in the power of advertising, of saying that I am going to pay for advertising so that way people are at least aware of my product, and then also I'm going to give you my product for free so you can see that, number one, I'm telling you about it. Number two, I'm giving select amount of people this freaking product so you can see that it's actually something worth a damn and come buy it for me, please. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're also like, I got the money to spend on you, baby. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'll take you out. (laughs) I'll take you downtown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, damn, man, that's crazy. I didn't know that about, like, FCC pretty much ruining everything for everybody. When did that? I think we need to deregulate the FCC. (laughs) Bring it down. It's too many regulations. Yes, you can. He lives on in the sky, ladies and gentlemen. There's no need to, like, cut regulations. I, I think that we need to cut back on it okay i can't i'm working on my biden okay biden oh that's biden i'm working on my biden i thought it was like you just look angry for a minute <laughs> it's hard to get in the biden space when you fall asleep every time he talks yeah. so, yeah. Oh, it's hard yeah. to, you ain't got any aviators in ice cream so no you're not gonna right, right. You, you know you ain't got the swag you on think. you you better not have any fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like those kind of uh like that in particular 
how recent was that that actually changed? I don't know the specific year, but I, I know that that it was at least that way when I came into the industry in 2012. Okay, so. but there were at least people that I was working with when I first came in that were in their 20s. And still would tell me, like, Marco, you should have worked in radio yeah. during the golden days. Okay. The money was just flowing. We constantly had all of these trips to give away. There was pitches. <laughs> okay. The messed up part is I wasn't going to say it. No, no. That is absolutely one of the freaking parts. Because constantly I would hear from somebody, I would get so much ass from blah, blah, blah. And now, now, like, the, the way that I've been on air for four years, I, I, I don't mean this in a negative way and mm -hmm. i'm not complaining about it whatsoever nobody knows who the fuck i am whenever <laughs> i go anywhere See? even if i go to an event where i'm supposed to be like the like the keynote mc uh -huh. or that i'm the special guest uh, local celebrity like, here's marco from channel 963 and then you look out and the majority of the reaction is a who? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. See that? And I'm okay with that though, because I mean, I get to go to fucking Dylan's and I can shop when I want. See, see, that makes me upset that the FCC is regulating ass. All right. Take it out. But no, I think we need we need to change that. Okay, you're gonna start. Uh, uh, we're gonna start filming these videos. Okay, you're gonna rock bottom me every chance that you can get. Anytime <laughs> I'm public, I'm gonna walk up to you. Hey, aren't you Marco from Nine Six Three? That, that, see, that sounds fantastic mm -hmm. and terrible because that means I'm going to have to start fucking rock bottoming everybody. <laughs> Dude, fucking rock bottom me. We're at church. I bet now, they'll know your name now. Five bucks and they got to sign in the waiver. And then you rock bottom them. Five, five, damn, we can get rich. Let's do it. This. Or you do it. I don't, you know, it's all you. Well, if I start with you and then you created the idea, I'll definitely take gotta that. Give you, you know, royalties. I, I, uh -huh. I'm, what, what do you call a person that's, that puts you over or whatever? Is it a face? Or, I don't know what the fuck a it fluffer? is. Oh. Huh? Oh, not, a fluffer, oh, oh, not a fluffer. Not a fluffer. Not sucking dicks out here. <laughs> hey, they only handy dandy. They don't nah, suck. My it. bad, my bad. From what I heard. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah. Hey, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back to the All Points Podcast with Marco. And we're back to the All Points Podcast. We got our guest Marco on the show. He is on channel ninety six three. You can catch him Monday through Friday from two to seven. So if you're driving, you get you get the rush hour, huh? You get I the do, rush hour but listening. there's not rush hour anymore. Oh yeah, because everyone's <laughs> how, how is the how's the work in the radio during COVID? Like, Dude, how is it, it is so weird because I've been working at home since March of 2020. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, this, as soon as me, me as soon as it came in here into the United States, <laughs> that the company almost in less than two weeks. We went from an in-person in-studio company to everybody working remotely at home. Mm -hmm. I so, mean. I haven't uh, listened to the radio in quite a while, but when I do listen to it, it doesn't seem like it's really impacted. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more going behind the scenes, but it just seems like the, the end product is still as get to, like, quality as it was. Which, thank you. We've definitely tried to do that. There have been a lot of measures in order to keep the product sounding the same that yeah. it was before we all made this huge change. Yeah. Hmm. So did you get to, get to take home equipment, or like, how did you... like? How did you work from home? Like, did they give you like, oh, here's the mic, here's the board, here's the. Luckily, the way that it all happened is that we were changing the way that we did remote broadcasts. Oh, like uh -huh. with remote broadcasts, mm -hmm. we just simply had this one device that was called a Comrex, which it was just this glorified uh, satellite receiver and and uh, what the hell is it? I'm trying to look for the transmitter. It's like mm -hmm. a satellite mm -hmm. receiver and transmitter with a microphone plugged into it, mm -hmm. and we'd have to call somebody on a landline like, hey, dude, I'm ready, let's record, and then you'd record it, and it would sound great. <laughs> So we had to change that because we didn't have techs back at the at the studio that were happy to take these calls anymore. Mm -hmm. We turned from 
being a four-person production into a one-person production. Dang. Mm. And with that, it came with a mixer board, a microphone, a laptop, and all of that interfaced online. So 100% of it works via the internet. So when we are in the studio, our studio can be anywhere in the world. Oh, nice. So okay. it's a very simple setup. Like what you guys actually have here is much more complicated than what I have in order to get on get, mm. in order to get on air. Okay. Interesting. So the only thing about it is that since we work remotely, I can't actually go live because uh, of the delay. That makes it, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm controlling a computer that's back at the station from my house. So once I click record, it's actually been recording for about five seconds or so many seconds, depending on whatever the delay is that day. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Do you have like a quiet place in your house to where like no one could come in because I'm I'm working the air? Or do you have Since like, I have two toddlers, yeah, there is no quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, I was gonna, gonna ask. Say, you. Yep. They just walk in like, Daddy, I need some juice. Like, <laughs> I'm on air. Like, that, I wish that it was video? as simple as Daddy, I need some juice. It's usually my four year old that comes in and it's Daddy. And also, I was watching Paw Patrol and Marshall was on top of this thing, and for some reason there was Chase and he was saying words to Marshall about this thing, and it's just a story that goes on for. Ever. It's like, baby, 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 baby. Daddy has to do work. I want to work with you. Mm -hmm. So you a, 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 a time slot or a shift that normally would take me, if I were to sit down and just do it all in, in one go, it would take me about 15 minutes. Take really? me 15 minutes in, in order to record about four hours. Mm -hmm. I know that that sounds ridiculous, but when you have everything planned out for you, you already know what you're going to say. You've got different promotions that are running on air. It just starts mm -hmm. writing itself. Like when, when I first started recording, I would do a two-hour shift, and it would take me three hours to get it done. Dang. Hmm. Because I would second-guess yeah. everything that yeah, I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if it wasn't exact, the words that I wanted to come out of my mouth, and it sounded dumb before I was afraid that someone would call in the station and be like, this motherfucker doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> I would re-record it five, 15 times. Uh, now... If I say something and I happen to mess up, I just go back, correct it, and then finish on through. Oh, because mm -hmm. the more natural that you sound exactly what, what we're doing here, this mm -hmm. is what people want to hear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't want to yeah. hear robots. You yeah. don't want to hear somebody that's perfect yep. because we're not perfect. Mm -hmm. And when you sound perfect, you sound corporate. And corporate is not the way that, that we want to mm -hmm. sound even mm -hmm. for a large corporation. <laughs> I mean, if we can incorporate... Um, I'm talking about giving handy datings in corporate speak. I mean, I think I'd be okay with that. You know, it just it just sounds like more people would be more uh, professional that way. Absolutely. You know, I wish I could talk about handies on the air. Yeah, you should. <laughs> just just see what you can get away with. That, right? Where do you where do you get your your news? Because sometimes, like in between songs, you you give like some random like news out. Like, is there like a website that all radio DJs go to just to get their news? Or you just, there are prep sites, but mm -hmm. those prep sites, that's usually as soon as you freaking look at it, like it's not local news. It's nothing that's really all that mm -hmm. topical. They even have uh, phone calls that are ready for you. So like, if you are not able to make phone calls, mm -hmm. it'll be, here's the question. Here's five people that answered it. You can ask the question, then freaking play that phone call. Really? Yeah, okay. I, I've had yeah. access to the service before, and it, it it sounds terrible. Even for someone that has never freaking even known that that's available, next time listen and listen to the phone calls. Mm -hmm. If you hear something that sounds unnatural, it's because it is. This Reggie. Mm -hmm. uh. There are real ones. There are real ones, and they and they sound great in the elevator product because, of course, it's our listener that's interacting mm -hmm. on air, giving mm -hmm. their opinion, giving their statement, giving whatever it is. And it sounds great. When it happens, it's fucking magic. Mm -hmm. But when we force it, it sounds forced. <laughs> but to the root of the question that you were asking, where do I get my information? I like to keep my stuff, um, I like to keep it local. So Cake News, 
and Wichita Eagle are, are my two main sources. Mm-hmm. Or even there's an Instagram page, hmm. uh, uh, Wichita Life ICT. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some some brother here from from Wichita started his own page and ended up getting thousands of followers, and he's always got great stuff. Hmm. Okay. Which the Wichita Life ICT? Wichita Life ICT, okay. I think it is. Hmm. I mean, my Instagram's not for um. Yeah, it's for other stuff. <laughs> oh no, trust me, my mine is freaking filled with with the IG with the IG ladies too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but on top talk, of that, talk, I also got talk, Wichita talk, Live talk. ICT. <laughs> we might have to talk to this person. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving us some real secrets. It seems like that was that was actually one of my questions. Like, what is something that people don't know about the radio that 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 uh you can tell us? But yeah, that, 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 I never knew they were. Huh. Yeah. Who's the radio guy? Who's the radio promo guy? Do you know him personally, or is this something you just here's a script, read it off, and then send it back to us? Well, it depends. What you mean by the promo guy? The 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 year two dinner ninety five <laughs> like that guy. Like I you. wanted to hear you do the voice. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Channel ninety six. Like who's that guy? Like, Which there's a couple of guys. Uh-huh. I, I always forget our our newest guy because Dave Fox, the legend, the guy that had that voice <laughs> yeah, that you yeah, just did. Yeah. He's no longer in the business anymore and and he was the main chr guy for iHeartRadio radio nationwide I, yeah, you just can't okay, quit. Right. you have the voice you just can't quit you just yeah, can't can. just huh. he got the bag and now he's just chilling <laughs> yes. he hops on his pirate ship and he got about out of that here. guy about about dave fox the the fucking legend is that his voice raw sounded nothing <laughs> like it did yeah. after it was produced see that's that's funny because like like i i always had a feeling it was when I like, because I, I like no Rolls Royce and like knowing him on, on like, in, yeah, just, yeah, right. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying like, like hearing him like naturally and then just hearing on radio, like you can tell that difference. And I just like all that audio processing in the voice right there. Absolutely. Like, it's crazy. I thought he always had reverb in his voice. I thought that was normal. <laughs> yeah. like, Hi, my name is Dave Fox, 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 Fox. Because like, even when we had instructions after we got the raw audio from him, after we sent him the script, he had specific instructions of how you build his voice. So that way it was the same way across the nation. It was like the McDonald's. But okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you can give somebody instructions on how to build someone's voice? Yes. That needs to transfer over into like love making. Right. This is what I like. This is what I do this, and I'm going to do this. Definitely. <laughs> like, like, I mean, it kind of does. I mean, and then, yeah. There are instructions well, out there. You just got to poke holes and find out what's going <laughs> on. Oh, First, you do a clockwise circle, and then you do it counterclockwise. Has to be legit, has to be consented. Poking holes. Nah, I thought you were just talking about poking holes and like pillows or whatever. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget the bag of beans though. Okay. Well, cool. What? Nope. So, so there, bro. <laughs> what do you miss, Mike? Since we're doing this whole remote and since pre-COVID, what do you what do you miss the most? Like, is it going out and meeting people, or doing promos at like Taco Bell, or you guys don't do Taco wow. Bell? Wow. Right? Uh, we don't do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the KDGS they 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 do they do Taco Bell the most because they have that partnership with them. We yeah. don't have it. I wouldn't even necessarily say that it was a live events because uh, on, there was this joke about about remotes is that we've been social distancing for the past twenty years, so we didn't need any assistance with that because there's not the power <laughs> oh, in, in that kind of stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the main thing that that I would miss that I used to do was actually being in the studio, taking mm-hmm. live phone calls, uh, handling any type of contests or 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 just straight up promotions. Mm-hmm. Like the way that I do it now, since I don't have that dedicated phone line, I'm not about to give out my personal <laughs> cell phone sure. number. Like, hey, if you got a request, call me. Yeah, yeah. Get a flip phone. Why don't have you have you ever like thought to do something like Discord? 
Discord? Yeah, yeah. It's like so Discord, you can actually uh set up uh servers so then people who want to call in, they can actually if they create an account, um they can talk to you, you can unmute like if you're the the manager of that server, you can unmute people cuz like there's there's a um there's there's some shows that I watch and and when the guys switch over from having like that like live phone system to doing Discord, uh-huh. the only thing is is that they would have to have the app or something like that, but otherwise mm-hmm. it would work just like a normal phone. Gotcha. So it may be something that might work out for taking live calls I mean, but just take something extra i step. could try and yeah you're right when it comes to that extra step we got a lot of yeah got a lot of challenges <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that, that that's probably step. yeah because when you're listening many times you're in your car or you're in a place where it's got to be simple to have that line of communication yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. right you're like okay you know i have an opinion on what that is but i gotta do this this and this in order to make that phone call i ain't making that damn See, I gotta go back. You were talking about you're doing shows and it's not live. So when you're in your house and then you know your son comes in, and I was like, man, why don't you you know throw them on there? You know, get on your body on them on. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, since they're there, and part of it is that I'm supposed to also be introducing people into my life and Uh letting them in into what everything looks like for me. If my kids come in, like you're gonna come in, you're gonna introduce this yeah. damn song. Yeah. Does he get a cut of money? Like, does he get a, a check in his name? Or? He no. gets all the damn toys that he freaking wants. I feed his ass oh, three man. times a day, and he stays alive. He doesn't need a cut. All the stuff you're just supposed to do. Yep. Hey, 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 I'm sure. supposed to do. After you become a father, then it's just like, you know what? I'm supposed to do this, but your ass better be grateful. <laughs> so, guys. Uh, like sleep, right? Shut up. <laughs> sleep is the best. Oh man, it's fantastic. So you're you're uh you're also getting your personal life. You you're a big you're are currently a wrestling fan or was a big wrestling fan or you know I are stopped you still? watching wrestling as yeah. soon as they went to the whole format without without fans. Uh, it is weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's, weird. it's and weird. Even with the Thunderdome now, the Thunderdome is still too weird for me. It yeah, it's 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 yeah, the piped up sound effects and just like <laughs> yeah. the fake fans and yeah, yeah, it's weird. They're all yeah. Climbing right. and everything. It's like, okay. Yeah. It, it's, it's like it's it weird. was the crowd that Vince McMahon wanted in two thousand four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you're right no no you're right because I, I i just remember this um i think you did an interview where you interviewed like natalia yes. that one time. yeah you was you was really excited for that of like, course yeah, man yeah. it was fucking natty nightheart <laughs> yeah. like, and the, the thing legend. about that freaking interview is that she had done four before at other freaking radio stations and the freaking problem that whenever they come in people don't norm- normally know who the fuck that they are ah, mm. it's true mm. so by the time that she came to to ours that she's like all right come on let's get this over with because mm-hmm. i was excited about it and granted i was reading my notes before and she probably took that as like this guy doesn't know who i am either yeah 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 but since i was bouncing off the balls and I wanted to ask her all these questions and even beforehand she's like well nothing is off limits so I started her asking about freaking behind the scenes things and apparently that was off limits yeah yeah Wait, really yes oh, I believe it yeah yeah you just can't ask the secrets but huh. what'd you what did you want to ask her like uh, but for instance I I did the wrong thing and, and I ended up freaking using wrestling terms with the wrestler and then of course I found out that that you're not supposed to do that. You can't really say wrestling really. Right. Yeah. So Sports I even asked her like okay so hey before you hit the before you hit the curtain when you're in the gorilla position like what's your <laughs> ritual like what do you do to to get yourself hyped up? Like mm-hmm. since you're doing the same thing yeah. five nights a week there's mm-hmm. something that you have to do inside of yourself in order to keep going. So what do you keep doing? What do you do to keep going? And she dodged the question. Nah. Yeah, okay. It's probably because it was like really gross and she didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> like, Have you ever heard of Sub Girl? 
She, she's not a Goldberg and just bangs her head in the locker room before she goes out. That'd be some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <She was>. <laughs> <laughs> what's the worst like interview? And, and, I was yeah, gonna I mean, ask that. Yeah, what's yeah? Go ahead. You know. The worst interview that I've had, and it was not her fault whatsoever, mm-hmm. was with Alessia Cara. It was right after "Stars to Your Beautiful" came out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it, it was the number one song with us, so it was it was it was pretty cool that we ended up got to that we got to do an interview with her. But since it was over the phone, mm-hmm. and it was through a couple of different interfaces, there was this twenty second delay. Okay. So yeah. I would ask a question, and then that uh, I, I'm exaggerating by twenty seconds, but it was at least ten. So I'd ask a question, then ten seconds later, then she would respond, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was so hard for me to get past that that it, it threw me off my game, and it was absolutely okay. the bit worst interview that I've ever had. Did, did, they, did that? Oh, did that? Uh, you ended up like, I, was that live when you did that, Luckily, or did you have no. to like edit it down? It, it was it was edited down. Okay, I had, okay. I had yeah, the ability to record it. If that was live, I, w- I would have just ended it because you had to have <laughs> that type of long gap. That's just going to be uncomfortable for uh, Yeah, involved. I was going to say, like, that. if it were me in that position, I probably would skip on that as well. Like, that just seems like it's just too laborious. Like, even then, just, like, you get into that, like, flow with somebody and just, like, that conversation. Like, when you're listening to it, it's that's one of those things that probably people would tune out or uh-huh. just, like, stop listening. You got dead air. You can't yeah. have dead air No, not radio. at all. Yeah. And you have dead air for more than six seconds, and all of our alarms are going off saying, there's dead air. Someone <laughs> needs to come fix this. I worked for the news uh, KWCH for like six months, and that was yeah, that was a thing. Um, if you had any dead air or like any like silence for so long, yeah, it would it would do something, yeah. yeah. But uh, even I have one more thing that I want to bring up about that interview okay. that was just that, that sucked is that I, I see that one of the decks that you guys have is like the hot ones with Chris Evans. And I love Chris Evans interviews <laughs> because he does so much homework before somebody comes mm-hmm. in and uh, he's got all of these in-depth questions that he, that maybe these people have never been asked before. Mm-hmm. So I got, uh, I was inspired by him to do the same thing. So with Alessia Cara, I was doing homework and I was talking to other people that have been around her, including the, the record representatives that, that travel with her. And I was reading deeper blogs and going into her social media and all that other stuff just to get to know something so about her. Stalking her? No, <laughs> no, no. Freaking doing your research <laughs> is basically borderline stalking. Yeah, it's like uh, Nardwar. Yeah. He he brings out random stuff that freaks people out. <laughs> I saw a compilation of Nardwar. Yeah. 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 But yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah. So the question that I ended up asking her, it was about this specific gift that she received from Chris Martin of Coldplay when they were in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot what <laughs> she had some type of big event happen in her life. And so uh, the Chris Martin of Coldplay gave her this gift while they were on tour, and it was something that was supposedly special. And I had multiple people tell me about the story. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get her perspective on it. As soon as I asked her about the story, she's like, what are you talking about? Oh, that's <laughs> embarrassing. Hmm. Yeah. She had no yeah. idea. And so then I even went through the backstory of what I was told. And like, I don't want to sound like a fool yeah. asking this yeah. question. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. this is what I was told. Like, did that not happen? She says, you know, Chris is a great guy, and he was very nice. I don't remember that, but it might have happened. Oh, wow. She's like, you're a phony. You're a phony. (laughs) It felt that way. (laughs) So in between that delay and that one freaking question, I was was just like, this has got to end, and this has got to end. Yeah, that that puts more perspective on, like, some of those interviews. Like, um, I forget, like, like, when you have those interviewers and those, uh, like, like, where they have a question that, some uh, I'll say it like this, like that one, uh, like Samuel L. Jackson interview, for <laughs> oh, that dude who was mistaken. Like, like obviously you should know who Samuel Jackson is. Absolutely, mm-hmm. but motherfucking right. <laughs> yeah, but like, like so when people like have those those 
interviews where they just kind of go bad. Like I can imagine it being similar to like they actually did some research on stuff and they're like prepared and all this, and then it just derails after that one like that one question just fucks everything up. You know? Absolutely. Because it all depends on your interviewer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, all yeah. Of, all of the all of the homework that you want to, I guess your interviewee, but whoever you're interviewing, mm-hmm. if they're giving too much information, if they're not speaking about anything whatsoever, mm-hmm. or if they decide to not answer things, then where, where do you go? Yeah. As, mm-hmm. as yeah, an you, interviewer, your job is to ask questions, not mm-hmm. provide all the content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's incredibly hard to recover from that. Like, you have to prepare for that situation, and right. it's, it's like next to impossible. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, nothing is. No, that's crazy. That's that. But I'll say that whenever I I conduct an interview, I am always mortified, terrified, petrified, oh, stupefied. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. I I I kind of uh, I relate to what you're saying. I used to I interview people at the team view that I do, and and that that that's a uh, yeah yeah, because I and I never prepare, so it's like I think of stuff on the fly. But um, yeah, I can I can I see what you're saying, but mm-hmm. uh. So what was like your best interview then? If you're talking about the worst, what was like your, your, or your most in, your favorite interview? I guess there's a tie in between two. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go with Jenny Wood first. Mm-hmm. So okay. local musician yeah. Jenny Wood. Okay. Hey, to me, uh, the, the first time that I ever even saw her, it was at Riverfest, and there's this iconic photo of her yeah. wearing a green hat, yep. a purple halter uh, top, and then some shorts, and she's got all these kids on the stage with her. And that was the first time that I ever saw her perform. And I remember freaking thinking, I don't know who this lady is, but she's going to be something big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it feels like she's always been on the precipice of superstardom, but it's just never worked out for her. Yeah. So the interview that I had with her is when I was on Alt 107.3 and I was hosting the show Native Noise, which all it did was feature local artists. Yeah. It was one of the few programs that we had where we actually got to play music here from Wichita. Mm-hmm. And it's not a thing anymore, and it, it presses me. But whenever we had a feature artist, I would bring them in and I would do an interview with them. Hmm. So with Jenny Wood, I got to interview her, and this was after she had recovered from the car crash. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it broke my heart and made me so happy at the same time because of the person that she still is. Mm-hmm. Even though that she knows that she's at such a disadvantage when it comes to her brain capa- to her brain capacity or even to her physical limitations, mm-hmm. that she is still such a gracious person with this huge heart. And all of the answers that she gave me were basically things of saying, I'm not worthy of any praise. I am not a great musician. I have been blessed with all of the opportunities that I've been given. And I owe it to every single person that has propped me up. <laughs> and hearing those answers of being somebody that was so humble from mm-hmm. somebody that I idolized mm-hmm. here from Wichita, it was such a moving experience and such a great conversation that I had with her. That's good. That's, yeah. that's really cool. Like, Huh. That's rare when you find somebody like that, that genuine. Oh, like absolutely. That. And after that, after she performed at the Orphan and everything else like mm-hmm. that, and then w- if she ever needed help with anything, it was like, Jenny, whatever you need, mm-hmm. you let me know, and I will do my best to help you. She, she's definitely earned her reputation. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and just in the small interactions that I've had, with, like, again, just really nice person. Like, we, I think we were there that with that picture when yeah. that was taken. It was that Riverfest um, that they did the big, uh, carbon like what Carbon did his mi- live mixtape. Hmm. So yeah, like just oh, that yeah, small interaction. Perform at that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's for right. Riverfest twice. Thank you. But, <laughs> but we won't get into that. But <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, she's just like real chill, real down to earth. Oh God. Yeah. Hmm. Would you um, would you consider doing something like like 
is it possible to re like revive that show, like the uh, Native Noise? Is that something that would be um, even just something that you, it interests you to do? It it interests me, and it I had it taken away from me. Mm -hmm. It was nothing that that I wanted it to end. I did not want it to end. I wish that we were still doing it. But it, it's it's the direction of the programming that okay. we have and about the amount of staff that we have. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. So it's utilizing the resources that we have right now, and it just was one of those things that wasn't in the cards in order to continue. <laughs> And it makes me sad because I, I, I learned about so much of our local, specifically our, our rock scene. And it's so much more special than it gets credit for. Mm -hmm. Whether it's mm -hmm. our hip-hop scene, our rock scene, our pop scene, our indie scene, we have a lot of talented musicians here in yeah. Wichita that may never get exposure yep. because of where we are. Mm -hmm. Like, True. just one person that I just see is just really consistent is Rudy Love. Like, yeah. Rudy Love Jr. Yep. Like, he's always, always out there. And he makes really good music, but it's just, you know, we don't... Like, we in Wichita, we just don't prop up our artists the way that other people do, you know? Like... Whether or not that's that's a uh, it's a function of our location or anything like that, but I just think that I just think that the immediate thought that if it's a local artist, you just immediately right respond. Like all. that's just the idea that people have is like if you're just selling music or you're you're um, like trying to promote yourself here, you know, you're just like some bum or whatever. Like I I think that's kind of like the perception that we have. Right. Until we have like interviews with these people and we can see like more of who they are like that i i think that's ideal for like what we're going through right now because we can't go see these artists and well we can't as easily see these artists mm -hmm. but it would be nice to be able to like hear some of their music and see who they are like that after hearing that that's like that would be perfect right now mm -hmm. i think now granted it wasn't in the best time slot oh okay it yeah. was sundays at 10 p.m yeah uh, okay. <laughs> it was a church and but <laughs> it was one of those things it's like as long as we can do it yeah. i'll take it uh -huh. i yeah. will take it i yeah. don't care that it's not in the best time slot when a lot yeah. of people aren't listening we'll take it didn't power try doing something like that too though they still do they still i do. believe yeah. but the messed up thing that that i thought about power and i guess that this is me talking negatively of our of our of our of competitors mm -hmm. i hated hearing that that promo that they had say if yeah. you want to hear your song on the radio but it's got to be good yeah yeah i hate that, that line but too. it's got to be good yeah that, that's mm -hmm. a hurtful line mm -hmm. yeah what makes it good and what makes it not good and right because yeah. good is all subjective yeah, right mm -hmm. well some stuff is like yeah you can tell that's bad somebody <laughs> likes it <laughs> the, the, yeah, I say the person who made it obviously likes, likes it they so. auntie they mama somebody <laughs> likes it so like saying that it's good of oh, meaning that more than just your yeah. inner circle likes it i can agree with that I mean, somebody with no ears you know, <laughs> the vibration bro you know they're feeling that yeah. asshole <laughs> this isn't music <laughs> uh, you know but i i can't disagree hard there's just some stuff that just sound like <laughs> It's that it's that like throwing a cat down the stairs and shit I like that. Somebody might like that. I, maybe you know you flip that big ass speaker over and sit on it and you got yourself a good time. <laughs> 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 Is that just me? <laughs> all right, all right, I know you because that Howard Stern movie. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, Marco, I, I appreciate you being on the show. This is uh, yes, indeed. I, I could spend all day asking you questions, but I don't think you have time for I that, got time. But, uh, you know what? I You asked me about my two favorite interviews, and I only talked about one of them. I don't mind giving the other one well, if, you, if we got time. I mean, we, 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 we do. Them. We do. But we also... 
We try to keep it within an hour. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's, that's okay. the that's Look, issue. Our analytics, you know, people drop off around. <laughs> but no, I, I, I love, I love. How, I, I just want to know, do, do you guys like pull up like to events and see like other like? Do you see the power van and be like, oh no, this ninety six point three around here? Like, do you like power? <laughs> are y'all like a little gang? Do y'all like rep? Be like, is it okay? Are you I guess on our turf right now, bro. There turn was into... one time, <laughs> and this is a time that I am so ashamed of. Because I was brand new, and let me let me let me first say that all of us get along with each other in Wichita Radio mm-hmm. because everybody has worked for everybody. Yeah, okay. Like, there's not many people that have just worked for the one company, and that's it. Right. So the one time that I uh, that there was a rivalry, and it was so stupid to be a part of, and I had to de- I had to deny everything that I was a part of with that. We're over at the Cotillion. And there's this country show going on, and 100.5 The Wolf is still a thing. This is the only reason I feel comfortable saying this, because 100.5 The Wolf is no longer here. So I'm with the guy that's the promotions director at the time, and we set some stuff up, but we ended up having to go back to the station in order to get some other stuff. So he pulls over and he's like, hey, Marco, yuck. I'm going to go over to that big old inflatable wolf and I'm going to turn it off. and We're just going to take the fuck off. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, like, I, this, this is me straight out of college. My first damn job. Like, that is a stupid decision. And as I'm saying that that's a terrible decision, he jumps the fuck out of the car, runs over, turns off the generator, looks at me, giggles, jumps in. is like, they're going to be so mad. Lo and behold, yes, they were mad, and they call our general manager, and then they're asking, like, "Did you guys do that?" I did not do yeah. that. It was not me. And but he was a getaway driver. Of course, because of the whole freaking like, you don't be a rat mentality. I did not point fingers, and so they're just asking, "Well, did he do that?" He may or may not have done that. All I can confirm is that the two of us were at the location during the time of the incident. Wow. You get your six nine tattoo when you when you do that. <laughs> Uh, wow! I mean, <laughs> it's not that serious anyway. It's just, no, it's not. It's it was not. it was deflating a freaking big ass twenty foot wall. See, that's that hundred point five wall. See, see, that's that's something for off hours, Alex, to do. You know, at work, hell no. But off hours, no. yeah, I would I would go as far as like I don't know, stealing a sign or something like that. Oh, but shit. other than that, speaking of stealing a sign, that gets too far into uh, our history. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the history. We got to have you back on the show, man. I'd love I mean, to come back. We I'd didn't even talk back. about the history. We just talked about you and your life and. How it's better than ours, but uh, oh man, I wouldn't go that far. I I have a blessed life, and I am happy for the things that I've been given. But I wouldn't say that it's better than than anybody else. Hey, look, like I said, I'm the only one here that gets all the sleep that I want. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm pretty happy about that. Whatever. Well, the last thing we like to do when we have a guest, we like to play a little game. Oh shit, I'm afraid. And uh, (laughs) we, if if you listen to our show with our guests, we usually play a game and. And it's called the Big Back Black Sack. Third time. <laughs> yeah, I always mess Third it up. Time. Big Black Sack. So name. what I have is a Big Black Sack. <laughs> and inside my Big Black Sack is questions. I want you to pull the card out and read. There's five questions. You need okay. I have to read all five questions okay. out of the Big Black Sack. So I'm going to hand my Big Black Sack to Jonathan. I can't wait to touch the Big Black Sack. <laughs> toss that toss sack on uh, He threw his sack on me. <laughs> but reach inside the Big Black Sack and answer the five questions answer the five questions yep. regardless of what they are yep okay i only got one. Oh no no it, it's different cars five oh, cars okay. sorry okay so this one says truth 
What's the biggest secret that you've kept from your parents? Ooh. Oh, this one's going to be a hard one. <laughs> and I know that's going to be that I've kept from my mother. I didn't have too many secrets with my dad because he died before I got old enough to really have too many lies from him. Oh, so let me think of a good one. Uh, okay, so this isn't even that bad because, again, that I was, I was very open with my mother. There was a time that we were living in New Orleans, and we had this playroom that was up in that was up in the the, the upstairs of our house, mm -hmm. and I was just jumping around to freaking music, and I happened to jump into <laughs> our window. <laughs> the life? No, I'm sorry. Let me let me pull that You're back. Like, let me pull that back. That was the lie that I told her. That was the lie that I told her. Oh, well, really? Happened. So there was a fly that was on the window, and we had this little plastic freaking Casio keyboard. And so I was like, I just freaking took the thing to to hit the fly with it, and it shattered the fucking window. And so what I did, I was so afraid to tell her that I did that that I started beating my shoulder oh, up no! to get it all freaking red. And I told her that I was upstairs freaking dancing and jumping, and that I fell into the window, and she was more worried about me like thank god you didn't fall <laughs> like i know it hurts so bad mommy <laughs> so that would be the worst secret that i kept that's some wild mom. shit i mean <laughs> I, we, we i'm sure we all have our own secrets with the i've never lied to anyone you know what? Oh, bullshit. he know, lied a few times during this show <laughs> he knows about he knows about this whole story but i i used to oh. get whooped right like okay. pretty bad and so you know there's a specific belt that my mom had oh well it is now in a lake, <laughs> sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> he said, "You got to go." <laughs> Is that one time he looked back and he's like, "You ain't gonna hurt me no more." And He's I, talking, I, I never got a whooping again. <laughs> with, with that belt. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Oh, I love that. I just like like because it had a specific sound like when oh, it was yeah. being unrolled. Oh, like it is, yeah. <laughs> and I just remember unrolling Jeez. it for the last time. <laughs> Jeez Louise! It was it was more like stop fucking up. <laughs> nope. It was easier. Modern problems require modern solutions. That's damn straight. How old were you when you got rid of it? I think it was. I had to be like eight or something like that. It had damn. to be like that, that was, young. It was I was school. thinking that this was right? like a belt that you school? just found. Uh, no, I don't think it was middle school. Mm. Well, it, it was around that time, you know. Holy. But <laughs> that's insane. That is insane. It's we need to make a good. movie just off of that story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it has to be like a horror movie, and it comes back. <laughs> you like walk by the creek, and it's just like in like ghost form, like right above the lake. <laughs> uh, oh. All right, so that was question number one. Okay, you got four more. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the way it works. Uh, yeah, yeah. Man, like, you got six more. Here we go. We got another truth. What's a food that you love that everyone hates? I don't know if this is one that that everyone hates, but I know that a lot of people hate it. I love honeycomb tripe. Like I know that it's freaking trash meat. It's basically like what it's it's the freaking inner lining of the cow's stomach. Yeah. It's oh, in menudo. Uh, uh, it's in freaking mm, pho. Mm, it it looks or? like garbage meat, but I think that it's one of the freaking best meats that you can get. Like I'm you know, like, like we've been friends for this long, and I didn't know this. Yeah. So I am not editing this episode. It's not coming out. Get out. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> nah, I've never. That sounds yeah. good. That sounds good. Of course you think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 
it's stinky. It's kind of the same way that like if chitlins, if you don't mm-hmm. freaking wash them right, that that they smell and kind of taste like, like shit. You don't wash yeah. them. Mm-hmm. No, I wash them. Whatever. Like no, I just, just put them in some bleach. Yeah, I'm not dirty. <laughs> I'm not that dirty. Mm-hmm. What's straight your up biggest turn off? Like sexually. Hey man, what's your biggest turnoff? I don't, I don't make the rules. You know what? I'm gonna do biggest turnoff for both men and women. Like for for the biggest freaking. I don't know if this is considered to be turnoff, but as soon as I see a man that on a regular basis wears open-toed shoes, <laughs> I don't fucking trust that man. Like, if that man were to even be coming up to me and he had life-saving advice, like if there was a fucking explosion that just went off and he comes up to me wearing fucking sandals, like, fucking run, this is happening. Like, fuck you and your open-toed shoes. You I don't trust it. you. I, I happen to wear mandals um, around the house. Around the house is fine. Okay, That's But different. let's yeah. say that, that you're wearing them to work or oh. you're wearing them in every occasion possible. If it is your go-to shoe, okay. I don't trust you. Wait, what, what, if, what if they wear the socks over, or you know, wear Ooh. socks and then? I mean, Ooh. that's a little. That that's not a little bit. What that's about the shoes that are kind of like the gloves and kind of individual feet? Like, oh, yeah. is that like the mountain climber shoes? Those give me the, the the funny feeling on the back of my neck, like my spider sense goes off, oh. and it's like maybe I do, maybe I don't. You're wearing a shoe, but it's not a shoe. It's like it'll it'll turn into like thing from Adam's family, and it starts crawling towards you or something. Yeah. You said that was your men. What was the turnoff for women? Oh, for women, I, this feels so bad to say. Hey, Let man. them have it. Uh, but for women, it just specifically has to deal with smoking. Like for some oh, reason, if I see a okay. woman that smokes, I immediately just like whatever boner that I had at the time, <laughs> it goes inside of my body. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, it that's depends a on a woman. I don't I'm care like... for Mariah Carey because she smokes. Uh, really? I'll power I through that. I think, I think, yeah, I think she smokes. Or maybe she quit recently when she had her baby, but really? I could have sworn she smoked. And yeah. I got to be specific about it. It's about specifically sick. Cigarettes. Like if, say, if a yeah. woman smokes weed, I don't give a fuck. Everybody comes freaking smoke weed. <laughs> but when it comes to cigarettes in general, I hate cigarettes. But it, seeing a woman that smokes cigarettes, it's like immediately that that's just that's just turn off. Is it mm-hmm. just kind of like the imagery of the, like you know like the Gertrude who's just <laughs> yeah? It's because hey, for Mark. some reason I immediately smell her breath. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Like I think about all of the people in my life that used to smoke, and they all love to freaking be in your face and yeah. breathe that freaking <laughs> that that heavy nicotine tobacco mm-hmm. in your breath. Like hey. Babe, Baby. Yeah. Even if they have a smooth voice, it's, hey, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's one of those things, like, you know, it's not that bad, you know, if you don't kiss them, but whenever you go pee, you start smelling cigarettes, and it's just like, it's, it's a weird Ugh. thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <good God. laughs> See, now, now I feel like I'm justifying that that's nasty. Yeah, it's weird, you know? Oh, that's nasty. I was like, I don't know if you got it. I understand, man. <laughs> Throw baby. Uh, what is this one? This is number three? Yep. Okay. It's number four. It's number four? Yeah, it's number four. Okay, number four. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's the most useless piece of knowledge that you know? I feel like my wife would say everything. <laughs> <laughs> she says that I am a factory of just fucking useless knowledge. <laughs> It's going to like, save her life one, one day. One day. It's going to save her life one day. Watch, watch. It might. It might. And she was always like, you should get on game shows. And then I watch game shows and I fucking lose. <laughs> it's because they don't ask the useless piece of mm-hmm. shit, the, the useless fucking knowledge that I know. It's a, uh, it's a time release thing. I'm trying to freaking think of, of, of something immediately that, 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 uh, shit. Can I come back to this one? Yeah, you can. Because I, I know that that I've got something. I just <laughs> don't have it ready right You're now. Kind of cementing that it's useless information. I have, <laughs> I have like three years worth of Dragon Ball Z magazine knowledge in my brain that I'm never gonna use for anything. What's well, so Cooler's I, last name? I, I know so much Dragon Ball Z knowledge. It's like, why is it taking up that pace in my brain? Who knows? But like, 
So I, I yeah, it's I, taking up that space, so then you can start writing fan fiction, no, obviously. Yeah. But I, I know I, it's Erotic it's like I'm that fiction. I'm that guy I'm that guy like if someone says something about Dragon Ball Z that I know is wrong, I kind of want to correct them, but I'm not you, Alex, so I don't. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. But I want to. That, hey, that's how much knowledge I know let, about Dragon Ball. Z. Let me speak. <laughs> you can speak through me, okay? <laughs> I will. I could win a Dragon Ball Z trivia show. I can. I could probably win it. But, you know you what? Know. I don't know how that freaking sparked this because it's something that's unrelated to Dragon Ball Z but uh-huh. it, it reminded me of the most useless piece of knowledge of, the, of information that I have uh-huh. and it was the inspiration behind the song Faith Hill Breathe okay yeah. what is, what is her, her record representative was writing with her and she was freaking out about how she was going to be able to write a song because she had no idea and she was thinking that her career was over and he says to her just breathe <laughs> and the rest is history right and it's one of those that every time that i think about it every time that i hear it like that could be factual but come on yeah come on no that's not now i gotta listen to it just breathe faith uh, just breathe what's the most embarrassing show that you love to watch the most embarrassing show i feel that since everybody loves it now it's not that embarrassing Shit's creek Hey, really? I'm, I'm watching Creek that. is absolutely my my favorite fucking we show. We just got to the last season. Yeah, I'm, I'm I was gonna say that I love that show. Yeah, it's Never crazy. It. So I would say that probably the most embarrassing thing behind it is my love and affection for Moira Rose. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Not, not only does first off, Catherine O'Hara is just fucking gorgeous. Mm. But I, I love everything about her damn character. And I know that she's become like this gay icon, but I feel like she's my icon as well. She, she... You just have to love the way that she says, bebe. Oh, the bebe. <laughs> the bebe. She reminds me a lot of my mom. It's like, uh, that's why I like the character. But like, I, I'm watching it with my wife. Right? We're on the last season. But um, like every like, it's funny how my wife like acts like everybody in the show. Oh wow! It's like, like every time they do something, I'm like, "That's you. That is so you." But like, yeah, uh, that, I love that show. That's the, a, that's a the good sad show. part is that I can definitely see the David part. Oh yeah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I gotta yeah. say that the show that I probably watched way too much of, and it was just because of the pandemic. I know that most people ended up did watching the show, but stopped after maybe an episode or two. I watched the whole fucking series that was available. The floor is lava. It was the worst damn game show that oh, was out there, but game, I would yeah. be into it. Jenny would be like, you watched five episodes of this, but Jenny, the fucking floor is lava. I'm so, I'm so mad at that. Yeah, that was a game show. Yeah. Yeah. That was <laughs> terrible. Fuck, that was a bad show. Yeah. But and I've watched every minute of it. Exactly. Like, there's just some stuff that you watch and you just, you know that it's trash, but you continue watching. Like, there's a, there's a YouTube channel called GT Ogre, and the whole channel... The whole channel is about people parking in a parking space that's like it, it specifically says no you can't parking. park here. <laughs> you will and be the too. whole thing is all about this tow truck company just coming in. <laughs> and every time it comes in, it plays this like serious ass song. It's like <laughs> and they just hook it up and take it away. And it's so, it's trash. True. And I watched every fucking video. Oh my but God. You, you see like the people coming back and everything, and they always have the same reaction. Like, what happened? <laughs> And then they look at the sign and they get pissed and they're like, "Oh, I was an idiot." Yeah, but it's <laughs> you got to be shitting me. That's a show. It's 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 a YouTube channel and it's I'm going to watch this now when I go home. Yes. I'm probably going to become addicted to it. That's like like I said, I'm looking for like the worst shit so then I can start making like a trash tube series cuz that's that's exactly all it is. Did you get rough and ratty? 
Rough and rowdy. Man, that's no. hilarious. Or it's like the West Virginia hillbillies and they're all fighting each other. So they got oh, like, wait, no, yeah. I just got meth mouth and they going at it. <laughs> or, or that one, I don't know if you remember, it was a couple, or it had to be like two years ago. We came across that one that was like that dude narrating people stealing shit from the uh, convenience stores. No. Do you remember <laughs> that? That was so good. That sounds like something else that I would love to watch. <laughs> So deep. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, well, hey, Marco, that's all the time we have right now. Uh, but thank you for being on the show. Uh, no, thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. We went this whole episode, didn't say the N word. Nigga. I wanted to say it, though. I should have said it last next you episode. No but. worry, I'll edit it for him to say neighbor. <laughs> right. Neighbor, I like but, that. But, but uh, How this is a, a good, good tamed episode. I, I learned a lot. I hope people listening learned a lot. Uh, where can they find you if they wanted to follow you on social media? Uh, this is what makes me a bad freaking personality. <laughs> so I shut down my public accounts because mm. I couldn't keep up with it. Really? I couldn't keep up with it. Like people commenting yeah. and, and like disliking it or it was just like your phone was just blowing up? It's because it, 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 it impacted my mental health. Nah. I was so freaking worried about how many people would like something or how many people would comment or share or interact I and how many that, people yeah. that I had following me <laughs> that it consumed me. And I just had to get off because it even affected the way that I handled my personal accounts. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. when my family didn't react to it, I was like, what did they did, what, what did I do to piss them off? <laughs> so huh, I just decided yeah. shut it down. And whenever I post as Marco from Channel 963, I do it on the station accounts. You know, so if sense. there's anything that you would like to follow for me uh, publicly, it's all at channel nine six three or facebook.com slash channel nine six three Wichita. I respect that. All right. Yeah. 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 And uh thanks for being on the show. Uh any closing last final words, any advice for people wanting to get in the industry? <laughs> I'm gonna use a story that was given to me from when I first freaking said I wanted to be in radio. I was at Wichita State and it was one of my first classes, it was a poli sci class. And the instructor's going around asking everybody oh, what their year is, what they want to do. I said that I was a freshman, that I wanted to become, that I wanted to get in radio. There was a radio broadcaster there. I don't know who it was. All I know is that he worked on the sports station. He turns around and looks at me as I'm standing up and says, you don't want to get in radio because you're not going to make money. So if you're wanting to get into this industry, make sure that you love it more than you do the money. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because mm -hmm. if you make it to the top, you're going to make the money that mm -hmm. you want. If you're going to be stuck in a single market, make sure that you love radio because you're probably going to be there for a while and you're probably going to lose your job multiple times before you make it to where you want to go. Mm. Wow, mm. that's deep. That's like somebody going into air, uh, aircraft. But mm. that's deep. It, is, like it is really similar to aircraft yeah. and it's very cutthroat. Yeah. Like people that you believe that are your friends, they mm. may be your friends, but they will take every opportunity to get ahead of you. Yep, I've been there. Interesting. I didn't want to end on such a dark note. Let's leave it as this. If you want to get into radio, if you want to get into broadcasting, make sure that you love the broadcast itself. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I just like look that. at like, yeah. you know, make sure that you have a you have a passion to do that and everything. And I think in your case and everything, you really do have that, you know. I like to say that I don't, but I do. <laughs> mm -hmm. I say that I don't as a way of defending myself, but yeah. I absolutely I do. Otherwise, I wouldn't have come back to it. Just like right. when I say it, never mind. And this has been the All Points Podcast. <laughs> been checked in with the Freshest Crew. My name is Three Fingers. This is Jonathan. This is A2. And this is Marco, and I'm going to go home and masturbate. <laughs> See, come on. Hey, and we <laughs> are out of here. Peace, peace, peace.